morning, welcome. Tuesday morning, Kings at Home Daily. Welcome from me, Goff. Glad you could join us. And uh, we're going through our study of Revelation, although we jumped out of Revelation a little bit yesterday. We, um, but hey, it's, it's lovely when the Lord just prompts you and you follow those little promptings and see what the Lord has to say. Uh, but we're in chapter 3 of Revelation and we're looking at the church in Laodicea. And I shall pray and we'll see how far we get this morning. Lord, thank you so much that you, you care deeply about us. You care about how we live our lives. You care about today. You care about the details of our lives. And we, we want to we, we submit them to you this morning. As we take these few moments, it's an act of commitment to you. We, we come before you before we go into the day and we ask for your, your help, your, your voice. We want to hear you speak to us. Come and speak to us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's see where we are. Church, to the angel of the church in Laodicea, right? These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness. That's the Lord Jesus. Beautiful. See if we can get a bit further. The ruler of God's creation. He's in charge. It may not always look like it, but he is. And it's his mercy that holds him back from coming and righting wrongs bringing peace on the earth he is the ruler of God's creation Don't have no fear or doubt he is in control and that's what the book of Revelation is all about Jesus is in King Jesus is in control and he will have the last word okay I know your deeds that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish you were either one or the other. Because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. I think it was John Stott who said that the Lord would rather we, uh, what was it, froze or boiled. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it, he hates our being tepid. And um, it's that sort of the, the, the problem with the Laodiceans, they, they, they'd become half-hearted. They, 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 let me tell you a bit about Laodicea to help you understand. Laodicea was a rich city. It was a very self-sufficient city. And the historian Tacitus, uh, who uh, we often refer to because he's, you know, he's writing as a Roman at the time of New Testament days, he wrote about Laodicea saying apparently that there was an earthquake around AD 60 and, and Tacitus said the Laodiceans, they rebuilt their city with no help from Rome. Um, uh, they needed, you know, they, they had enough of their own resort. They just built it and they were very proud of the fact they were self-sufficient. It was a banking centre. Uh, so that it was a very prosperous city. They were self-sufficient. They'd rebuilt their city after an earthquake. So it was. It, 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 so it was a a, a banking centre. You, you you may all you'll probably pick up uh, in a minute, or you may already have heard that it was also a um, um, clothing, or I suppose you could say fashion centre. There was some kind of special sort of sheep in that area, black sheep, and the, their black wool was very. Um, thought to be very prestigious and and so there was the, the, there was the weaving of garments very successful um, so it, it's a banking center it's a, a clothing sort of fashion center um, 
And then you may, you may have heard, it's a bit of a medical centre. Uh, they had this special eye salve that you're using uh, some sort of powder that, they, that was found locally that, uh, that could be used in pizza to, to uh, help with people's eyes. So in all kinds of ways, this is a very prosperous, successful, self-sufficient city. And it's the only city where we don't read of any um, uh, persecution or, or difficulty for the church. And let me put it this way. It's probably, you might think it's most difficult to be a Christian where you're being persecuted. Actually, what we see here, it's most difficult to be a Christian where you are prosperous and comfortable, where you're self-sufficient. That's what has happened here. These folks, they... They, they, they didn't really, see, you know, that Jesus was subsidiary to their lives. Oh, yes, and I'm a Christian. There, there, there were so many other things that were preoccupying them. You know, there's their wealth, there's the success of the city, there's all these things going on. And that's where their attention was. That's where their, uh, their hope was. Let's get rich, get prosperous, let's provide for ourselves, self-sufficient. Their hope, their, the focus of their lives was in the wrong place. And that's what happens so often in a prosperous society. Christians forget that they're pilgrims, they're living for another day. They settle and become comfortable and they lose that sense of dependence and need for a saviour. Their hope was now on money, reputation, and all those things. Remember, perhaps they needed that hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. That's where my hope is. My hope is not on my bank account. It's not on my success. It's not on my reputation. My hope is built on nothing less and Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other, what's the word? All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. And that was the problem with the Laodiceans. They, they'd lost the sense of their need for a saviour. They'd become self-sufficient. Their hope was in this world rather than the one to come. And uh, you may know I've been trying, I've been writing a book on this recently, um, because I think it's so important in these days that we get a fresh glimpse of the Christian hope, what it is, how it works. We're living for another day, and I think it is very easy for us in our culture to settle, and so our, 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 our Christian, our faith becomes sort of a subsidiary around the edges instead of the focus of our. Life. So there, it's a prosperous city. It was very easy for them. And maybe what's going on in our world at the moment, the shaking that's going on, uh, actually is a, a, a one might, I, I, please, I hesitate to say this. I was going to say it's a good thing because, but I, I, please hear me, suffering, pain, all those, the suffering and pain going on in the world is, is awful. Is, is, it, we pray for peace, of course. But in these days, as there's this shaking going on, Let's be praying, Lord, let there be a revival. Let there be a turning to you. Let there be a sense of we cannot entrust ourselves to our 
worldly possessions. The only rock is the Lord Jesus. And for you and I, you know, let, let's, uh, this hot and cold thing, let, let, let's not be lukewarm, half-hearted. Oh, that the Lord would stir our hearts. We'll talk about this later in the week. Oh, that the Lord would, would quicken us, would, 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 by his spirit, uh, wake us up. So many uh, references in the New, Test in New Testament aren't there where, uh, where Paul, for instance, would say, wake up, wake up, wake up. But I think for us, it is a, a wake-up time for us uh, in, in our culture at this time, isn't it? Um, let's not be settlers like these Laodiceans who just become insipid. Let's be passionate for the Lord Jesus, living for him. I'm going to read, I think I can find those, the words to that hymn I quoted earlier. I think I looked at it earlier. No, it's not there. Did I not write it? I thought I jotted it. Oh, oh, yes, I found it. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Lord, I just want to pray for us this morning. So easy in our culture to be like those Laodiceans and to become comfortable and settled and put our confidence in bank accounts and success and all those things but lord it, it's it's sinking sand it it, it, it will be i think when we're beginning to see in our day it really is sinking sand lord jesus i pray awaken us to the wonderful future we have in you awaken us afresh to the wonder of this gospel this good news in christ alone <laughs> my hope is found lord jesus we say this morning we want to put our trust in you we want to lean on you with with all our weight all of our lives and learn to trust you more so go with us today lord i pray and would you be awakening us awakening us to the and passing nature of things that we so often put our trust in instead of you. So go with us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I've overshot. Sorry, God bless, and uh, hope to see you tomorrow. Bye now.